You're not alone. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you, doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and today we're going to continue our reading of the tournament regulations. But first, let's head into our first segment. This building with Joe. Looking back at previous lists of the week, I wanted to go with a, a faction that I haven't given any love to in a while. So that's going to be Resistance. So this week, um, we've got a five-ship list that uh, you can kind of flavor to taste as you'd like. So we'd start with uh, BB-8 with uh, Automated Targeting Priority and Han Solo. Uh, then we've got Meryl Cobbin with Starboard Slash and Ferrosphere Paint. Then we've got Zay Versio with Heroic, M9G8, S-Foils, and Jamming Beam. Then we've got Kazuto with uh, R1J5, Targeting Computer, Shield Upgrade, and Kaz's Fireball. And running up the list, we've got Poe Dameron in the T70X Wing with Heroic, R4 Astromech, Ferrosphere Paint, Proton Torpedoes, Overdrive Thrusters, Black One Title, and Jamming Beam. However, if you wanted to, you could also run uh, Falcon Poe uh, as they are the same cost. But this gives you uh, just a bunch of efficient chips and Poe to kind of go and just delete things however he wants. So... Um, and you're kind of counting through the different initiatives, everything but five. But Poet 6 kind of, <coughs> excuse me, makes up for that. So anyway, that's the list. Let me know what you think in the Discord. Let's move on to the next segment. AMG Rules Forum. Now before we get started in the rules reading this month, I just want to, or this, not this month, this week. I just want to point out that, uh, we're finally catching up. So after today, we're going to be through all the posts ending in 2022. So we'll be looking at posts um, starting in 2023 from next week on. So this is this is kind of exciting. Um, it's It's been a trick reading through this entire rules forum. But I think it's 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 I think it's made us better X-Wing players. So for those that have been here through the uh, through the whole bit. Um, thank you, but we still got some more to go. So let's start with Hondo Pilot Fire Spray Action Difficulty. OP, when Hondo Onako in the Fire Spray gives an action, the recipient chooses Reinforce. Is that action the same difficulty as it is on Hondo's action bar? Red, assuming no equipped upgrades that turn it white, or does it default to a white action? Answer. The difficulty of the chosen action should match the difficulty on Hondo Anako's Fire Spray Scum and Villainy action bar. Okay. Next question. Siege of Coruscant, the Hangar Bay, and Special Weapons. OP. Can Special Weapons be used to attack the Hangar Bay in Siege of Coruscant? Answer. Yes. You can use Special Weapons to attack the Invisible Hand. Next question, Battle of Yavin Exhaust Port Edge. OP, 
When measuring range to the exhaust port in Battle of Yamad, do we measure to the edge of the exhaust port marker, or do we measure to the little visual exhaust port at the center of the marker? Answer. When measuring range to the exhaust port, measure to the edge of the exhaust port tile. Okay. Next one, Yavin. Rules to get the attack run condition. OP. Hi. Does a small rebel ship have to overlap both white guidelines on the trench or only one is enough to acquire the attack run condition at the beginning of the following round? Regards. Answer. Ships only need to overlap one of the two white guidelines to satisfy the conditions for the attack run condition to be assigned. And the last one that we'll read this week and the last one for 2022, Corn Horn, Multiple Locks. OP. Round 1, everyone locks Corn. Corn defends attacks later in the game. Can he transfer all of those locks or just one? Answer. Corn's ability only allows for one friendly ship to chan- transfer their lock after Corn de- Declares the defender of an attack. So if you have multiple locks, it will require multiple attacks to transfer all of them off of Corin. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. Now, before I continue reading through the X-wing tournament regulations uh, 2.1, I just wanted to um, kind of. Um, throw a little bit of information out there, take a minute to brag on my boy for a minute, and um, just talk about X-Men in general. Also, if you're listening to this episode, and it is uh, Thursday, February 23rd, on the 26th, if you're in the Southern California area, TC Rockets is going to be hosting a uh, monthly X-Wing tournament as kind of a world's prep. Uh, Feel free to come down and enjoy. Meet me, I'll be hosting, and um, have a good time playing X-Wing. Now, last weekend, I uh, took my son and I uh, to an X-Wing event in uh, Colton, California. Um, it was a good time. I managed to take second place. I was flying uh, Isophane Seer Swarm, and uh, my son was flying a Defender Vader list. Um, now, he was he's had kind of a, a, a rough day and ended up coming in last overall, Um a lot of factors played into that, but he had a good time overall, and um, I want to say that I think that is something that um, generally the X- X-Wing community is pretty good at, but I know I myself have a hard time with coming in last and still having a good time at the tournament, um, and maybe that's something we just need to look at it like a kid and uh, realize that you know, we're, we're hanging out with, uh, with our friends. We're pushing plastic spaceships around a uh, giant mouse pad. And maybe things aren't as serious as we make them out to be. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? Now, last week we were reading through the uh, tournament regulations and we read through the player responsibilities part of this document. But now we're going to get into the event organizer responsibilities. So let's go ahead and start reading that. 
The event organizer, or EO, is the person, store, or event that is putting on the event. Much like players, the EO has a set of responsibilities for the event. Event rules. The EO should make it clear to players ahead of time what type of event is being held. This includes whether it will use standard or extended squad building, and whether there will be any special rules governing the event. Event format. The EO should label their event as either a standard or extended event. This will let players know what type of squad list to bring and how to plan for the event. In the event, in a standard event, squad lists may contain only ships and upgrade, upgrades listed as legal for standard on the Star Wars X-Wing po points document, which can be found on their website. In an extended event, squad lists may contain ships or upgrades listed as legal for extended. When playing in a standard event, players must comply with the ban list and restricted list, which can be found on the AMG website. Scenario Selection During each event round of Star Wars X-Wing, games, games will be played using a different scenario. All games during the same event round use the same scenario. Randomly select the scenario at the start of each round from the scenarios that have not yet been played this event. Once each scenario has been played, randomly select the scenario for the next round from all scenarios that have not been played twice. Continue doing this until each scenario has been played exactly two times. Repeat this process as many times as needed throughout the event to maintain an even distribution of scenarios. Event Round Times For each round of Star Wars X-Wing is a variable length, giving players a certain amount of time to complete their games. The EO should start the timer for an event round after most players have found their seats and began to set up. The EO should never tell players the remaining time in the round. If a game has not concluded when the time for an event round runs out, the players finish the current game round and calculate their scores. The base round time is 75 minutes. Hold on one second. There we go. Now I can see this a whole lot better. Okay, the base round time is 75 minutes. To create a variable game length, roll one attack dice and three defense dice. If the attack dice is a hit or crit, add minutes to the round time equal to the number of evades and focus results rolled on the defense dice. If the attack roll is blank, remove, remove minutes from the round timer equal to the number of evades and focus results on the defense dice. If the attack dice is a focus result, do not add or remove any time from the round timer. Games end after 12 rounds of play. When the round timer ends or when one player wins the scenario, whichever occurs first. Pairings. Each round, players are paired with an opponent for a game of Star Wars X-Wing. All hotshot events use Swiss-style pairings. See Swiss pairings below. If not, all players will play all rounds of the event, and the EO should announce before the event begins how many rounds the event will run before any progression cuts are made. When necessary, a player may be assigned a bye during a round instead of being paired against an opponent. 
That player receives a win and earns 18 mission points for that round. The rules for when assigned a buy are detailed below. A player should not be paired against the same opponent more than once during a single stage of an event. In general, each stage of an event ends when a progression cut is made. Players can leave an event early in several ways. First, if a player no longer wishes to continue playing, that player must notify the EO of their intent to drop. The EO will avoid playing that pairing that player in the future rounds by dropping them from the event. Players should notify the EO of their intent to drop as soon as possible, as the EO may apply penalties to players who fail to do so, such as withholding prizes, if any, at their discretion. Players can also be dropped if they do not appear within a reasonable time limit for a round which they are paired, or if they are no longer able to play for any other reason. Players can request that the EO allow them to rejoin an event which they were dropped. A player who rejoins in this way is assigned an unpaired loss for each round they did not participate in. And finally, players ejected for misconduct are removed from the event and cannot rejoin. Swiss Pairing Hotshot events use a Swiss pairing system that awards events event points to the winner of each game. See event points below. Each Swiss round pairs in players players in head-to-head games, attempting to match players with the same number of event points while preventing players from playing the same opponent more than once. At the end of Swiss rounds, the winner of the event is the player with the most event points. For the first round of Swiss pairings, Match players randomly against an opponent. For each round after the first, match each player at random against another player with the same number of event points. To determine pairings, identify the group of players with the highest number of event points and pair them at random. If there is an odd number of players in that group, pair the remaining player with a random player from the group of players with the next most event points. Then pair all remaining players in the second group at random. Continue until all pair players are paired. Say that three times fast. If there are an odd number of players in the event, choose one player at random to receive the buy in the first round. In later rounds, if there is an odd number of players remaining in the event, give the buy to the lowest ranked player who has not yet received a buy. When a player is given a buy, that player receives a win and earns 18 mission points for that round of the event. A progression cut. Some hotshot events set predetermined number of rounds, and at the end of which, all players that meet certain criteria advance to the next stage of the event and all other players are dropped. This is commonly referred to as making a cut. If a player who qualified for a standings-based cut drop from the event before any games are played during the next stage of the event, add the next highest-ranking player to the cut as the lowest-ranking player in the cut. And they give a table. So, number of players, 4 to 16. Number of rounds, 4. Progression cut, none. For 7 to 32 players, number of rounds, 4. 
progression cut top four. For 33 to 64 players, number of rounds four, progression cut top eight. 65 or more, number of rounds five, progression cut top 16. End of the match. Each Star Wars X-Wing match ends in one of the following ways. Victory. One player wins the match. Time. The game timer runs out. The players finish the current round of the game. After the cleanup phase, the player with the most mission points is considered the winner. Draw. If no player has won or both players decide not to play the match for any reason, both players are awarded a draw. Concession. One player voluntarily concedes the match. The conceding player receives a loss and earns zero mission points, and their opponent receives a win and earns 20 mission points. Calculating mission points. Mission points determine who wins a game. When a game ends, each... Mission points determine (laughs) who wins a game. When a game ends, each player calculates their mission points by adding together the squad point total of their opponent's destroyed ships and adding the total to any mission points they earn from the scenario from their opponent's deficit. Event points. Players earn event points at the end of each round as follows. A win is 3 points. A loss is 0 points. And a draw is 1 point. At the end of an event, the player with the most event point wins the event. Tiebreakers. If two or more players have the same number of event points, tiebreakers are used to determine each player's standing within the group. Tiebreakers are used in the following order until all players within the group have been given a standing. First, strength of schedule. A player's strength of schedule is calculated by dividing each opponent's total event points by the number of rounds that the opponent has played, adding the results of each opponent played, and then dividing by the total number of opponents the player has played. The player with the highest strength of schedule score is ranked above all other players in that group not yet ranked. The player with the second highest strength of schedule is ranked second among the players in the group not yet ranked, and so on. Next, Combined mission points. The player with the most mission points across the event is ranked above all other players with the same number of event points. The player with the second most mission points across the event is ranked second among those players and so on. A player's combined mission points is the sum of their earned mission points during each round of the event so far. And lastly, random. If any players are still tied after all other tiebreakers tie have been applied, then those players are ranked in random order below any players already ranked in that group. Next, play space. EOs are responsible for supplying game mats and other suitable play spaces for events they run. Marshals. EOs should have at least one marshal on hand at every hotshot event that they run. A marshal can be the EO or someone designated by the EO. At hotshot events, a marshal cannot participate in the event as a player. A marshal should have a firm understanding of the rules of Star Wars X-Wing and be familiar with the most recent errata and rulings. 
Their job during the event is to keep the game moving and resolve players' issues that arise during gameplay. A marshal's ruling is final, even if it is found out later to be incorrect. Marshals are also responsible for issuing warnings to players and determining if a player should be ejected from an event. Marshals should issue warnings to players not following one or more of the sportsmanship rules listed above. Marshals should also warn any player attempting to abuse the margin of error or the open information state of the game or for failing to maintain a clear and clean game state. Marshals should immediately eject a player from the event if it is believed if they believe it is necessary. Here are some examples that could result in immediate ejection from an event. A player has become upset and threatens to become violent towards their opponent, a spectator, or any other person. A marshal has a reason to believe the player a player is intentionally cheating. A player has received three or more warnings during the event. Head Marshals. At large events, the EO should specify a head marshal in addition to one or more regular marshals. If a player is unhappy with the ruling of a marshal, they may appeal the ruling to the head marshal. The head marshal will then make the final ruling and may overrule a regular marshal. Variations. Fangs Out. Fangs Out is a variant event that follows all of the same rules as a hotshot event with the following changes. Event Round Times Each round time of Star Wars X-Wing is variable length, giving players a certain amount of time to complete their games. The EO should start a timer for the event round after most players have found their seats and began to set up. The EO should never tell players the remaining time in the round. If a game has not concluded when the time for the round runs out, the players finish the current game round and calculate their scores. The base round time is 60 minutes. To create a variable game length, roll one attack dice and three defense dice. If the attack dice is a hit or crit, add minutes to the round timer equal to the number of evades or focus results rolled on the defense dice. If the attack roll is blank, Remove minutes from the round timer equal to the number of evades or focus results rolled on the defense dice. If the attack die is a focus result, do not add or remove any time from the round timer. Games in at either games in either after 12 rounds of play or when the round timer runs out, whichever occurs first. Timed planning phase. Each pair of players is assigned a timer at the start of every round. During the planning phase of each game round, the timer is set for two minutes and started before the player begins setting their maneuver dials. At the end of two minutes, the planning phase ends. Any ship that has not been assigned a maneuver dial at the end of the planning phase performs a stress maneuver during its activation and must skip its perform action step. A stress maneuver is a white two-straight maneuver. Alright. So that is the remaining reading of the Star Wars X-Wing Tournament regulations and the most current one that's out there. So what does all that tell us? Well, uh, a couple things that I want to point out, and I, I didn't stop reading it like I, like I did in the last week, um, just because this is important more for EOs, but as a player, you need to know what 
the EO's responsibility is. So if you're going to an X-Wing event and they haven't, and the EO hasn't stated whether it's a standard or extended event, then you know that this is a question that you need to ask. You know, as a player, the ways in which you can end early or leave early or come back in. You should know the general progression cut of the event. You should know who the head marshal is or who the marshals are. In a lot of smaller events, you'll have uh, the the EO will actually play in the event um, there. Now, in the tournament regulations, that's not strictly forbidden, but um, that that may be how your store plays out, and that's okay. Um, there's there's an antidote that or it's I'm going to mess that up. But basically, um, I had a, a supervisor who worked for a skipper who, when um, it was pointed out that the skipper was doing something outside of the written regulations, his reply was, the written regulations exist um, as guidance to the commanding officer, and I will act accordingly. So I think that um, for most small events at stores, that kind of goes in there. Um, it's it's regulations um, that exist as guidance to the EO and um, to the players. But the EO has overall say in that. And I, I think that's important. And if you have any questions, it's best to get that out beforehand. Um, yeah. So kind of enough with the rambling on there. Um, if I haven't mentioned it, the event on Sunday is going to be a standard event. Um, again, if you're in the Southern California area... Uh, and you want to come out and uh, play some X-Wing TC Rockets in uh, San Diego, please come out, join us. It's going to be a good time. There is uh, something that's hinging on the number of players that we get. So the more players we get, uh, a the better chance of a future Southern California X-Wing event there will be. So I'll leave that hint uh, there. All right. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for your time. Please also thank our patrons, who, without whom this podcast would not still be going. And if you're one of those patrons, thank you very much. Please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast, as it means a lot to me. And I read each one. As you know, I like to read the ba 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 ba. As you know, I like to leave each episode with a question. And this week's question is What world's prep are you doing? This is Sailor Joe signing off.
Namaste.